Hey there, and welcome to episode six of Cast Reflect. I am your host, Josh, and I am joined as always by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Hello, hello, hello. How's it going, dudes? You're right. Yeah, it's going well, mate. It's going well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. So good. I had a lovely little sunny Easter weekend um, on the yeah, Isle of Wight. It has it was, been sunny. Yeah, it was nice. Well, it's been a bit rank today, but... Oh, it's been uh, all right, yeah. Uh, maybe just the Isle of Wight then. Yeah. It's got its own little weird microclimate. Micro, there, it? yeah, it's it does. Just, it's annoying. It's annoying. Yeah, no, it's nice, mate. It was nice. What have you been up to? Um, What have I been up to? Not much, to be honest, mate. Not much. I'll be heading back Isleside next week. Uh, nice. Other than that, I went out for dinner, went for an Indian with a couple of friends. That was lovely. Nice. Uh, and then we went and played Toad in the Hole at the pub and played some darts as well. Um, so I'm familiar, obviously, with the game of darts, but not with <laughs> uh, <laughs> Toad in the Hole. I, I love Toad in the Hole, the meal, but I can't say I've ever played the game. It's a old English pub game and you get a big chunk of metal and then there's like a plinth at the other end with a hole in the centre of it. Right. Everyone starts on 31 points and you've got to throw your chunk of metal. If it stays on the plinth, you get one point. If it goes in the hole, you get two points. And you take them off, it's like you take them off so you go to zero. Bit like bit like the game that you said you know, darts. So bringing it back around for you. Nice. So I can understand that. So it's yeah. like a big, it's like kind of bit like big darts, but with slightly different rules. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go around calling it that to people because they'll think you're mad, but. Just go around calling it Toad in the Owl instead. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, know, they'll know what you mean straight away. You'd enjoy it. <laughs> nice. Um, what have you been playing video or... game wise, not down the pub? I have been playing another indie title. I'm on my uh, world builder vibe at the moment for sure. Sweating uh, through them. Yeah, but I've been playing a little game called Kingdoms and Castles. Okay. Um, came out in 2017, developed by Lion Shield, um, and it's a little uh, world builder where you build your own castle, your own keep, and your own sort of village. Um, Every year, new people will come to the village, and then you've got to like provide housing and keep them happy. But then you can also turn recruit them, uh, make them become like archers and swordsmen and stuff. And you've got to protect them. Every few years, a dragon will come and try and attack the village, or you know, um, Vikings will come on their ship and come and attack you. And you've got to try and fend them off. It's good. It's good fun. It's quite chill. Pretty pretty relaxed. Um, you know, nice pixel art style graphics. That sounds uh, that sounds really cool. It sounds like. Uh, did you ever play Black and White? No, I didn't. Ah, uh, yeah, it reminds me of that kind of like a god. Like so, Black and White is like a god builder where you play okay. as God and you can be good or bad, but you have to like look after your people and okay. you gain you get more powerful. Like the more they worship you, so it's either through love or through fear. Oh no! And then, like as you, as you get more powerful, your your influence grows, and you can start spreading to like different areas of the map. But each area, each each map has like a linear story which you have to go, and there'll be like another god on the other side of the map who you've got to eventually sort of take over their followers, whether that's through like being really benevolent or really evil. I'm surprised yeah. you not played that. It's it's by uh, Lionhead. The uh, what's his chops, Peter Molyneux. 
who did um, Fable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they were made in like the early noughties, I think. I'll have to check and that out. They're, they're, they're wicked. They did two of them, but it's like one of those games. You know how now some games just, you're like, how did they, why have they never remade this? Or Yeah, yeah. I think that every so often about games. And it's like, why did they never do a sequel? I know, to be fair, um, Lionhead got shut down, so <laughs> they oh, won't yeah. be making so that's a why sequel. They did. That's why they, that's why they haven't the made it. <laughs> Yeah, this game was quite cool. Like it was, like I said, it was released in 2017, but I actually bought it early access back then, played it for a few hours, and thought, oh, this game's like quite cool. Um, and then, obviously, the other day, or the other week, sorry, I was going through my games library and was like, oh, yeah, like, I wonder what state that's in now. And I looked, and it's like fully released, so I just downloaded it and started, started playing it. It was cool. It's like a nice little payoff. Yeah, it's like... Uh... It's like you've invested in it and um, yeah. put it in your ISA for five years. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's done now. It's well good. Oh, nice. I finished Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. Um, that's basically been about it. I've just been caning that. Oh, and I played Little Nightmares 2, actually. I played Little Nightmares 2. With that's a cool game. Yeah, so I played the first one like when it came out and the second one I never bothered buying and it was five quid on the PlayStation Store. Yeah, I played through that. Not not a particularly new game, but it took me like four hours or something to get through it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good. It's the like really atmospheric. Yeah, uh, it's a really cool idea for a game. I think looks really nice. Well, looks I mean really gross in places, but like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> graphics wise, it looks really nice. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's a beautiful looking game. I think it's it's a bit uh, janky with the with the some of the set pieces and stuff. But overall, I thought, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But it's a good little, good little four or five hour game if you're into your horror and your platforms. Mm-hmm. Not played it. So Star Wars Celebration was this weekend. Indeed, that combined with a slow news week. Because <laughs> let's face it, there's not there's not been a great deal of um, there's not been a great deal of video game news this week, really. Uh, not nothing really that noteworthy. I did I did look every day. And I couldn't really find anything. So by the time we recorded this, it's been Star Wars Celebration. So I thought... Yeah, but it's been double bill. We're off the back of E3 cancelled and BAFTAs, mate. Yeah, to be fair. You're not going to get much bigger news than that the following week. The following nah. week's always going to seem bad after that, you know? It's like <laughs> yeah, trying to yeah, do exactly. the sequel. Yeah, it's like the difficult second album, isn't it? Like, you know, some, some bands just can't do it. Although... We're going to absolutely fly through it, mate. We're going to fly through it. The difficult sixth episode. Classic <laughs> podcast <Yeah>. cliche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been dreading this one. So, yeah, Star Wars Celebration was on, and I thought, well, as it's been a slow news week, we could maybe pick our top five Star Wars games, or, you know, our favourite sort of Star Wars games that we've played as they've been going for, you know, nearly as long as Star Wars actually has. The actual celebration itself... Yeah. There wasn't any announcements for games. There was a lot of obviously TV and film, which is you know it's the bread and butter. Ahsoka, three new films and stuff, and or yeah. season two, but yeah. no, no actual game announcements. So we're going to talk about our top five Star Wars games. Is that surprising to you? Nah, nah, it's not surprising really. Though I yeah. know they have split into they've they've got a proper LucasArts. Uh, like video game division now, haven't they for for Star Wars games? So I'm surprised, I guess, that 
there was nothing. I know, obviously, Jedi Fallen Order comes out. Mm-hmm. Not Fallen Order. Jedi Survivor, sorry. The yeah. sequel to what was Fallen Order. Which, yeah, Fallen Order was the first one. Yeah, yeah, they're like the one that came out a few years ago. Yeah. That's out in like a couple of weeks. So. This is one thing that we're probably going to get into when we talk about the Star Wars games, but the naming conventions for Star Wars things <laughs> yeah, yeah. is so annoying, cryptic. I can never remember what things are called in, in like for Star Wars games or... Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. I'm like, is it called da-da-da-da-da-da or is it like Star Wars, like the thing... Da, 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 colon the thing the force unwakened yeah the force unwakened <laughs> so, so i don't know what this what series is this part of and i weird it's weird that you said that because i was looking through uh wikipedia just at like a list of star wars video games yeah. to see if i'd missed any which undoubtedly you had because there's loads of them yeah there's tons of them but it's weird that you said about the naming thing because they're kind of broken into on Wikipedia, they'd broken into like their they've series to, by name. And yeah, they've had like to give really them like strange. They've had to create their own genre categorization for them so they can be ordered and not yeah. be a big mess. Yeah, it's really it's really weird. So if I don't pronounce any of these <laughs> in the correct way, then you just have to blame Star Wars for that because they're mental with their game names. But I suppose as well, it's like for context, we should really say that like what. I mean, we're both big into Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say before we before we go ahead and start naming them. Yeah, like I well, we both we we both grew up on it. Obviously, yeah. not you know we weren't we weren't old enough to go and watch them at cinema. We weren't even born when they were at the cinema, but we've grown up with the with the original trilogy. You yeah. know, safe. <laughs> we're safe in the fact that we've grown up with the to appreciate the original trilogy. And yeah, I think we'd, you know, Empire's my favourite Star Wars film. I don't know what yours is. Empire and then Jedi, probably. Um, I'm, I don't know what yours is. Attack of the Clones and then Phantom Menace. Oh, sick, mate. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, probably similar to you, to be honest. Um, yeah, and, and like, Star Wars will always be like near and dear to my heart. Um, I used to... So the pre-Disney years was like my prime for Star Wars. Because yeah. like back then I used to read all the books and I knew about the extended universe and I knew everything about every character. A bit like what I feel like about Last of Us now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a scholar. Yeah, exactly. And then since the Disney era takeover, I do, obviously I still like it. It's, I'm always going to be like very fond of Star Wars, but... It's I, just I, a cool universe, just, isn't it, that's been yeah, created exactly, by George Lucas. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's just... It is, it is just... It's got a lot of room. It's got so much potential, I think. It has so much potential. I mean, and that's what I sometimes annoys me a little bit is because they wiped all of the extended universe stuff, right? Where it just said it doesn't happen, basically. Yeah, there's so, it's like legacy now or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. And, but there's so much in there that they can like bring back into it and reuse. There's just gold. There's absolute gold. Well, I think that's kind of why they did it. Because they could just go, well, loads of people have written this wicked extended universe stuff, and it's essentially a mine. <laughs> it's essentially a mine now, isn't it? Where yeah. they go, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this, and it's gonna be canon, like whatever. You you know, they can just dip in dip in and out of it now. 
What was the last Star Wars thing you consumed? Like TV show, game, book? Well, I'm watching The Mandalorian at the moment, okay. um, season three, which I'm enjoying. I wasn't huge on the last episode, last couple of episodes, but overall, I'm still really enjoying it. The last game, I can't remember the last actual Star Wars game I played. Actually, I do, and it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You don't know either. Did you I say? read a book. The last thing Star Wars thing I had was uh, I read a book called A New Dawn. Nice. And it's um, about, you know, Kanan from Star Wars Rebels? Yeah. Um, It's about what he did before the show, before that show starts. So when he was in hiding, pretending he wasn't a Jedi on like a, a, mi- a mining planet. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. I love uh, I saw I saw a meme the other day. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day and it was like a... It was, a, it was like kind of a jovial jab at like the Star Wars stuff that gets made now. Right. And um, it was like Buzz Lightyear in in his box, like in the toy store. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, I'm a Jedi that survived Order 66. And then underneath, it's just like loads of loads of toys of Buzz Lightyear, like saying the same thing. Because <laughs> there seems to be like, now there's, now they they've got this cannon mine. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah. They can be like, oh, oh yeah, this character which we just invented yesterday. Yeah, he was the Jedi that survived all the yeah, six. Don't worry he about survived, it. He survived he, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It was originally just Luke Skywalker, but yeah, don't, and Yoda. Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry uh, about it's big it. in it though. Galaxy's big. Universe yeah, even bigger. A lot of Jedi's, a lot of Force sensitives out there. But yeah, I thought uh, that never was gonna funny. find them all. Or uh, I've got a question later because that I've got a question for you at the end of the podcast. Okay. Sort of, yeah, that that almost tied into it quite well. Oh, that's a shame. We'll segue. We'll segue. I'll yeah, edit segue this there. and then we'll chop it in at the end. Cool. <laughs> right, right. Let's do it then. So I've 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 actually put mine in order. Roughly, I'm pretty okay. sure it's in order. You you haven't. And no. We've got some honourable mentions, but so I'll start with my number five, which is Jedi Fallen Order, which is what we were talking about. Okay. We're not going to go like mental into detail about each one because we'll be here all day, but it was quite tough to actually to narrow this down. I found, weirdly, I found the top three really easy um, and then the fourth and the fifth one not so easy. Yeah. But I really like, yeah, I really like Jedi Fallen Order. It's, a, really it's like just, it a, well. it's a really solid attempt at making a third person action adventure game like with, with the challenging combat as well. I don't want to say it's like Souls like combat because that just seems to be like what everyone <laughs> goes to now. now. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it was challenging, and it had you know the parries, and it did feel like the most competent. It's the Dark Souls of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, and the sequels out in three weeks. Dark Souls two of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, but it genuinely it was like. It was really good. The, the deflections you could do and the actual lightsaber combat, I, I genuinely like really enjoyed. Yeah, it was, really and it cool was game. it was beautiful. And I loved the characters as well. I thought I thought the droid, I can't remember what's called BD BD something, is probably actually my favourite droid in Star Wars now. Like yeah. other than maybe IG eighty eight. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? What about, what about R two? I love RTD and C3PO, but they're, you know, IGA8 is badass, isn't he? I can see why you like don't include C3PO. I think that's fine, right? He's he can be annoying, he's a bit of a wet blanket. 
R2's just solid, mate. Yeah, I know. R2 is solid, but he's not my favourite. He's not my favourite droid. Anyway, we're not going to talk about our favourite <laughs> droids. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a bonus episode for that if you want. <laughs> What's your favourite Star Wars droid? That's when it's a really f***ing slow news slow week. News week. <laughs> That's what we do next year for Star Wars. <laughs> That's like when everyone's having Christmas and Thanksgiving and stuff. It's like, what's your favourite Star Wars droid? When, we, <laughs> when we're doing that episode, I think we have to question if it's still a video games podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, we're we're making it work this week, to be fair. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's mine. Uh, that's my fifth one. I really really like the game. Um, Respawn did a bloody good job on that, and the sequel's out in a few weeks. So yeah, looking forward to getting stuck into that if it's uh, if it's good. What's yours? The fact that you've put that in at number five, um, really is makes. So before we started the podcast, I said to you, I think we're probably going to have a lot of the same ones. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I said that now. Because uh, the fact that you put that in at number five is is making me question all of my decisions. But <laughs> okay. well, that makes for that makes for a more interesting podcast, doesn't it? I suppose it does. In at number five, so this, so just as a caveat, these are I don't think these are the best Star Wars games. No, 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 absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We should say these are our personal favorite yeah, Star Wars games they, that um... we have. <laughs> Very we specifically, have, yeah. in some cases, my favourite, not the best. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 because you can't, no one can say, I think probably with exception to one particular Star Wars game, which we're not going to name yet, <laughs> but you can't really say, oh, this is the best Star Wars game. This is the best Star Wars game, because there's so many, and they're all so different. So these are our personal favourites, Yeah, the ones that we have the best memories of, you know, that kind of thing. Please, go ahead. My number five is on PlayStation 1 back in 1999. LucasArts and Big 8 Productions released Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. <laughs> right, okay. I don't think I ever played this. <laughs> it's a play, it was a like uh, action-adventure game, and you could play as like Qui-Gon or Obi-Wan or I think Queen Amidala as well. Who's and playing as Queen Amidala? What are you doing? I think as yeah, 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 yeah. You can. You can also play as Captain Panaka. Right. <laughs> I don't even know who that is the guy with the hat. Yeah, he's he's Queen Amidala's guard. Yeah, yeah, guard. like chief security. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it basically it just takes you through um the story of Phantom Menace basically, and it's it's very basic. Obviously, like you've got a blaster and stuff if you're Amidala or. Uh, Panaka, and then you've got your Force and the lightsaber. If you're Obi Wan and Qui Gon, you start on like in the in the ship where you know when they cut through the door, and um, then they send in like those roller droids and stuff. The dro- droid the cars. And I think I, if I remember rightly, it was cut with in my head. It was cut with scenes from the film, like actual right. scenes from the film. I may be making that up, and that just might have been. I mean, I was nine, so, <laughs> so you might. You might have just been melding them together. Yeah, but um, I spent a stupid amount of hours playing that game. And to be honest, if I played it now, it would probably not hold up in the slightest. But I don't think many PS1 games do, to be fair. No. I've never not. actually heard of that. I've never heard of that, to be fair. I've never played it. Yeah, just it. titled Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, same, same as the film. Same as the film. Release it on the same day. <laughs> right. So number four for me. Yeah is a little game called 
Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I've got it on Switch, mate. Yeah, so I, I, I've, weirdly, I've not. They re-released this uh, a few years ago on everything, basically, and they released Jedi Academy as well, which was the third one. Outcast was just one of those games where I think it was perfect timing for me when it came out. It was the first Star Wars game I'd played where you could properly wield a lightsaber, mm. which. So I was 11 when it came out. It came out in 2002. That was just like amazing because I'd never played. Growing up watching the films and like jumping around the sofas pretending to be Luke Skywalker. I would pay good money to see that, mate. You know that. <laughs> I would pay really good money to see that. Mate, I used to love it. I used to, be, I used to jump from sofa to sofa pretending it was... Uh... I want I want to see you doing it now, really, though, not when you were a kid. Yeah, but I'd probably slip and just like break my neck if I did it now. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm made of crisps so yeah I t- couldn't tell you what the story was about though weirdly because I don't I just remember I remember being Kyle Katarn not having a lightsaber to start with and being like why don't I get a lightsaber and then I played it and you obviously get the lightsaber and become a Jedi and then you can like actually like wield the lightsaber and I was like this is amazing I'm holding the mouse button down I'm just like chopping stormtroopers down and you could mod it, so you could add decapitations to enemies, and you could like spawn enemies, like computer enemies, into a, into a big arena, and you could just go around just chopping them up with the lightsaber. It's kind of <laughs> up, really. Yeah. But yeah, Jedi Outcast, absolute banger. Loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool game. I agree. Yeah, and actually, the first time I played that was on Switch when I got when I got it on the re-release. No, oh, really. Fair. Yeah, I never played it originally. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good game. I have in at number four a game that I actually mentioned the other week for the first time. Uh, right. Is Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds, specifically oh, yeah. Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds Saga, which includes right. the Clone Wars DLC. Right. And, uh, okay. Um, again, one that I spent a long time playing as a kid. It came out back in two thousand and one. Uh, LucasArts and Ensemble Studios and it's essentially Age of Empires reskinned with Star Wars and you can play as um, you know the Empire, the Rebel Alliance, you can play as the Gungans you can play as the Droid Army <laughs> right? and it's just Age of Empires, you just build up an army you scavenge resources then you just go and wipe each other out and yeah I just used to love those games man It's because that's like Star Wars strategy games were kind of a bit gold dust, weren't they, when we were growing up? Because especially we both really like strategy games. Yeah. Grew up if you haven't noticed, that. I think we've talked about them in nearly every, <laughs> yeah, every episode. episode. So far. It's because they're well good, mate. They're well good. But yeah, that was always... I never really played one that I liked personally, but I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Because sadly for me, I never, I never played one that I really enjoyed. Was it a mod... For Age of Empires, or was it like an official... No, it was an official, fully released game. Yeah. It was built on the same engine as Age of Empires and Age of Empires 2. Right, got you, got you. It, it, was, it literally was. I mean, it could have been a mod, do you know what I mean? No, that's, that's what close, made me That's ask. how close it was. But no, it was a fully, properly released game. I had it on PC back in the day when he had those big boxes. Um, yeah. Like the cereal boxes that used yeah, to come yeah. on. And then I also now have it on Steam as well. 
<laughs> nice, nice. You got your digital copy. Got it, yeah. I wish. Yeah, that's my number four. Lovely stuff. So coming in at number three for me is Star Wars Battlefront 2 on the PS2. So this is another game that I used to rinse. Yours is so much higher tier than mine. (laughs) What what do you mean? (laughs) In terms of like, I don't know, I suppose yours are a lot more modern as well. What, in terms of like... that's the true Jedi Outcast. Yeah, I don't know. Yours are just more like the ones that you'd expect, I suppose. What are you trying to say, mate? You're trying to say I'm really predictable. You're trying to say you're a normie. <laughs> you're fucking predictable, mother. You're such a Star Wars normie. Yeah. Well, no, I just had good taste, mate. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah, had good taste. I don't. <laughs> you, you just got what you could get your hands on. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm joking. I actually, weirdly, Battlefront 2 was, I, I never owned it. Robbie used to come round, one of my old mates from high school used to come round, um, bring his PlayStation around and we'd sit and just play the absolute shit out of it. Like we'd Can play we just Galactic clear up Conquest. which one you're talking about? The PS, the PS2 one. The PS2, 2005. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pandemic yeah. Studios, Battlefront 2. That's the one, that's the one. Not the new one, not the new one. Do you want to know where that was on my list? Uh, can I go on? Number one. Number one, mate, Battlefront 2? Yeah. Well, to be fair, like, like I said to you at the start, like the first, my top three were pretty easy to put in because I knew, yeah, I knew which ones they were going to be. Basically, yeah. it was just picking which order. And two and three were close. It could have gone either way. But yeah, I, lo- I love this game. I love this game. I had so, I had hours and hours of fun. And it reminded me, it, re- it reminds me of when I was in high school and I basically didn't have a f-ing care in the world everything was easy like the hardest thing you had to do was get out of bed and go to school and like do revision and i just have a really fond memory like me and robbie would play that game we would just sit and eat loads of food and just play that and snake eater and just yeah basically just have the best time it was such a good game wasn't it yeah it was really good hours even when i went to university someone that was friends with at uni had like a ps2 in their uni room yeah and we used to just go and play battlefront 2 before like we went out and just have some drinks play battlefront yeah 3. it's just like easy isn't it it's just easy like have a load up a map like we used to do galactic conquest was this moment mm. where you just had to do like you had to take over every you just had to do like every map basically and we used to do it without dying like we used to be well good at it but it was just so much fun it's just so easy to play and just share like you know pass the pad kind of thing like yeah you do a map i'll do a map yeah but yeah really really fun memories that game so you had that in at number three in at number three is battlefront 2 on the ps2 yeah like i said that was my number one it's um again just massively fond memories of playing that yeah oh, my number three. Like oh sorry go nicked... on. no i was gonna say i feel like i've nicked your of like i'm surprised actually it's taken three to for us to have, so the, for same us to have the same amount i'm really surprised yeah. i'm really yeah. surprised actually um yeah my number three is star wars the force unleashed the first one really yeah fair play mate fair play go on then tell me <laughs> yeah i don't know i think it just came out at the right time it came out in like 2008 i had it on xbox 360 it was yeah. just it was quite easy to play. You felt so stupidly OP. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. you were so overpowered, as, like, with the Force and stuff. You could just absolutely... I mean, the game starts, and you're just playing as Darth Vader, and you're just <laughs> chucking Wookiees about, like they're ragdolls. <laughs> uh, as soon as that game started, I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, yeah, and I just really enjoyed it. I played through it quite a few times. I tried to... Um, 100% it on achievements. I don't think I ever actually did it. Um, but yeah, I just, again, spent a lot of time. I mean, that was 2008, you know, so I was, you know, probably just trying to moody avoid. Moody teenager. Yeah, moody teenager, sitting in my room, moaning about working at Sainsbury's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was, that was just one game that I had, again, went back to a lot. Yeah, yeah, I love that though. I love that. That's why that's that's you know that's that's what I wanted this list to be. It's what I want this podcast to be. You know, like in in essence, is is just us like enjoying video games because they're fucking awesome and we have really yeah. fond memories of them because we just loved them since we were kids. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a really cool game. Um, the the main guy in it was also in the film The Mist. Yeah, it's um, what's his chops? Ah. Oh, What's his name? He's in um, he's in Days Gone as well. He's the guy in Days Gone as well, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his name. I was going to do my head Sam Whitwer. Sam Whitwer. That's the one. Sam yeah. Quitwer. Quitwer. I just saw when I was looking for his name. That game came out on Engage. What? <laughs> Imagine playing that on Engage. Fucking 10 frames a second. <laughs> <laughs> like with your little little buttons like nah forget it forget it yeah. right okay i like that one i like that even though I like, i'm not massive on the game i like yeah i like that that's why that's why it's on the list i didn't enjoy the second one just to be clear yeah i've heard that's pretty pants to be fair but I i've not, I've not I've weirdly not for the same the reason i liked the first one because you felt so op the second one was just like nah this is too far You've just, <laughs> you is just... that the one where you're like chucking tie fighters around and stuff like that yeah like, yeah you've been yeah. silly with it You've been silly with it. You've spoiled it. Yeah, you've gone too far. <laughs> Mate, you pull a Star Destroyer out of the sky. You pull it from space down into the planet's surface. Which, in like a cool Star Wars context, would be absolutely amazing as a spectacle. But I don't think it gets more... You, you can't really get more powerful than that. Like, if Darth Vader can't do it, then you f***ing can't. Well... In the old extended universe, Luke Skywalker did once put a spaceship in the center of a sun so nobody else could get to it. Because <laughs> it was mental. for destroying planets. Yeah. And actually, weirdly, the story that that... I can't remember the name of those books, but the story that's based on is a lot of Kylo Ren's stories taken from that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. They're just, they've, they've, they're just keeping that. Keeping that expanded universe is, is just a little cannon mine. <laughs> They're well cheeky with it. They're well cheeky with it. They need to do the Fraun series. That'd be amazing. Uh, they are bringing him back, mate. They're bringing him back. Nice. I don't know in what capacity, but their live action, they are bringing, they've cast him and everything. Because um, he, Shit. yeah, he's, he is really good. Right. We better get Wiggle on. Um, <laughs> so my second one is Rogue Squadron 2. Oh, it's not the same. Rogue Leader. On GameCube, which yeah. is a I, I, fucking amazing game. I was gonna have that in honor. Yeah, I was gonna have it in my honorable mentions. I think actually, there's a lot. There was a lot of good Star Wars games on the GameCube, and I never had a GameCube. 
That's sad. <laughs> I my friend Stephen used to have a GameCube, and I used to go around his house and play GameCube with him. Yeah, that, that was like Robbie. Like you know, like I never had a PS2, but I had a GameCube, and Robbie would bring his PS2 over. So you know, like you just you couldn't have everything. Like unless like you know, coming from working class families, like you know, poor working class families, like we didn't have a lot, did we? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got you got what you given. Yeah. So you just had to share, and you liked it. Yeah, yeah, you liked it or you lumped it, mate, or you went and play outside with real people. <laughs> yeah, Rogue Leader, best, the best. I love uh, Rogue Squadron on the N64, but yeah, Rogue Leader, man, honestly. That, don't get why they've not made a game like it really since, because it was an absolute mint game. All the unlockables and like the secrets, like the secret objectives you could you have to do and get the medals to to unlock like the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It was so slick, man. It was just like a dead good, like dogfight shooter as well. With but then you'd have missions where you have to like bomb certain targets and stuff like that. And it wasn't it wasn't really basic. It was quite involved in its objectives and things. Yeah, it's one of those games that I'd happily sit and play now from start to finish, and I reckon I'd still really really enjoy it as well. But yeah, Rogue Leader. In at number two for me. Yeah. And I think I'm almost now thinking about it a bit sad that there's no like flying games in mine. Yeah. Because there's a lot of Star Wars, isn't it? And there's a lot of there's a lot of good ones. I mean, I suppose you do it in Battlefront 2 a bit. Yeah. 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 But But like a dedicated one. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So that was your number two, was it? That was my number two. Yeah. So we haven't got any the same. Shockingly. Nah. I'm really like. Go on, tell me your second one. My number two is, and it's good because it's one that you'll be able to talk about as well, is Star Wars The Old Republic. Ah, oh, mate. So I'm, okay, okay. I'm I'm so surprised that you've left one off your list. But I put The Old Republic in as one of my honourable mentions. Yeah, okay. Because, yeah, like, it, I didn't play it enough over the time it's been out for, for me to warrant putting it in my list. But I do distinctly remember the summer that me, you and Ross played it around oh, mate, my, it my house. Amazing. And it was fucking sick, wasn't it? It was so good. It's a massive... And, and to be honest, it takes a lot of tropes, standard tropes from like massive multiplayer online games anyway, right? Like MMORPGs. Yeah. It's got very um, familiar like item systems and mission sets and just how it functions. It's a lot like a lot of other MMOs. It was just that it's that collective play. Do you know what I mean? Like when you all go, oh, yeah, let's all give this a go. And then everyone plays it together. And like in this case, it was me, you, and Ross. And we all got into it and we were all playing different classes. And I mean, I just, I just, I was absolutely grinding out the credits playing as a smuggler. Yeah, just mate. And in <laughs> absolute. Bank. I bought you that speed. You literally remember? lent me money in the game. <laughs> like you'd lend me money in real life, and then you'd lend me money in the game. <laughs> I'd be like, "Fucking hell!" But I could borrow Fiverr to get some backy, and you'd be like, "Fucking hell, yeah, yeah." And then you'd buy me a speeder. But it was well hard to earn money as a Jedi because you had to be like really good. Yeah, you all and the Jedi. Time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was a Jedi. I can't remember the class. I was a Jedi Guardian. I think like the. Yeah. The fighty, the fighty Jedi. Fighty one and Ross more Healy one. I was the yeah. smuggler with my Wookiee. Yeah, yeah. And it was wicked. I remember we, uh, we, you came over 
when me and Ross lived together. We set together. up the three PCs in the, yeah. in the second yeah, room. Yeah, you sat downstairs, I think, on, on his... Was it, was it on... On his laptop? Do you have a laptop? No, no, it was one of the PCs um, that he built from school. Yeah, and we pl- and we played it. We played it all night. Us two, Ross went to bed, I think, but we properly Sesh sat and bed. played it till like six in the morning. We were like, right, let's have a little kip, get up and just go again. And I played that when I was at uni as well. And that was back when you had to pay the monthly subscription as well. Yeah, it was like 10, 10 quid a month or something, wasn't it? 10, 11 quid a month. Oh. But do you know what the best thing about that game was? What's that? The trailers. <laughs> yeah, the live action trailers. They're oh not live my action, but the God. CG trailers were insane, weren't they? They were incredible, weren't they? Yeah, they Absolutely really sold incredible. it. They really did sell it. It's actually brilliant, the game, though. I'd, I'd, it's free to play, isn't it, as well now? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. If I There's had the so time... so much more in it now than when we played it as well. Yeah, and if I had the time, I would like dip my toe into it again see if i would enjoy it but it's just like unless unless i won the lottery or something i just wouldn't ever have time to play it realistically which is sad but yeah nothing but good memories about playing that game yeah um so my final one which i put in at number one is knights of the old republic one yeah, I knew that was going to be there. <laughs> I didn't put the second. I like. I didn't put. The, even though I love the second one, I did. I didn't put it in because I'm just. Yeah, I'm just broadly putting them both in. If you see what I mean. Yeah. There's not enough old Republic stuff. There's just not. There's just not enough old Republic Star Wars stuff. Like I mean, yeah, that there, there really isn't games, film, TV. For me, Knights of the Republic is is just the best star wars game personally from from a lot of different perspectives narrative the gameplay the the rpg mechanics things like that i think it's just really solid like all the way through i know it's kind of an obvious answer because i think obviously kotor is going to be if you you could do this list with hundreds of people and i think uh, you know a lot of them they'd have it in their in their first one yeah second one but again i think that was it was it was the first Star Wars game I played, which properly elevated a Star Wars narrative. You know, like you play Rogue Leader, you play Battlefront Two, even Jedi Outcast was a bit too young to sort of get the gist of it. But when you're making choices that matter and you can decide whether you're going to be good or bad, and then like the twist of that you are mm. actually Darth Revan. Spoilers for anyone that's not played uh, Nice Republic. <laughs> too late, just drop that one on you. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I'll beef out, but. <laughs> You know, it's like, ah, uh, and like when Basile like kicks off at the end and she goes like all weird and evil and it's like, there's so many twists and turns in it and it's, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a legendary game now, I think. And they're remaking it as well. It's getting remade. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to see how they, how they tackle that because the turn-based combat is or like the tactical pause and things like that. Was, um, it was, it, really people good. go away from that these days, don't they? You don't get many just pure turn-based games outside of indie. Yeah, that or Japanese. Yeah, even a lot even of JRPGs. Then, mate, yeah, that's what I mean. Final Fantasy does that sort of like semi-turn-based with fluid attacks in the middle now. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for a turn-based game, man. I like, love turn-based. Yeah, turn-based RPGs, turn-based JRPGs are like are oh, one of my favorites. So I was going to have this in honourable mentions. The reason it's not actually in my main list is because, again, it's a game that I was very late to the party on. Yeah. I, I didn't play it when it came out. I played it 
like later and we're talking I don't know, in yeah ten, I don't know, seven years ago or something maybe but i did exactly the same with the second one i didn't play um knights of republic 2 till four years ago i think and it was like four quid on steam and i was like i'm gonna play that and uh, yeah it's, it's it's excellent but yeah we can do our honorable 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 mentions, mentions. I've got four. Um, I had the Old Republic, which you spoke about. Uh, Super Star Wars on the SNES, which we used oh, to yeah. play when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Um, it used to be really hard. I used it to is, find it really, really mate, difficult. That's so hard. Pod Racer, do you remember that? What, Star Wars Racer Arcade? Yeah. Yeah, 2000. Where you could build your own Pod Racer. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about different games. Uh, Got excited uh, for no reason, though. No, I don't think you can like you know you could like edit your pod racer and things like that. No, I'm talking of the one that was in um, Cineworld. Oh no! Nah, nah, nah. You sit in the pod racer and you race <laughs> it yourself. Nah, nah, I'm talking like, an like absolute legend. <laughs> <laughs> like Sabolbo himself. Yeah. And the other one I had was Shadows of the Empire, which came out on N64, which again was a ridiculously hard game for like a kid to play. I. Just remember fighting Boba Fett on top of that like landing pad over and over. I just the levels were so fucking long, and yeah. you got like two lives. It was mental. But yeah, they, they, those are my honourable mentions. Yeah, my other honourable mention. Actually, I have two. One's a bit of a cheat, though. Um, my other honourable mentions are Star Wars Battlefront, the 2015 one. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a really good charge. Actually. I actually really enjoyed that game. It, to be honest, it almost made it into the top five. It was in and out. But uh, I wasn't a big fan of Battlefront 2. I didn't spend a lot of time on it. I don't didn't really like the maps. But the first one I, I did spend a lot of time on, I liked the... Um, I really liked the space battles in it, like the, the ship battles. Yeah, they were really good. They were sick. I got the platinum on that game <laughs> for some <laughs> weird reason. Just really, really enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. Um, so that was my honourable mention. The other honourable mention I had is actually XCOM 2. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Curveball. <laughs> Which, as you may have realised, isn't a Star Wars game. But you can download mods from Steam on the uh, Steam Workshop to completely turn it into a Star Wars game. And that is one of the best Star Wars games I've ever played in my life. <laughs> yeah, but because XCOM 2 is your favourite game. <laughs> that's me like skyrim's my favorite game i can modded it so he's got lightsaber best star wars game ever (laughs) every week you can ask me what my favorite game is and it's gonna be a mod of x X yeah yeah oh mate that's no that's i'll let let you have it i'll let you have it but that's the star wars game that i want that doesn't exist yeah uh, yeah. said it after order 66 all of the jedi's have been slain apparently all of the ones that haven't been made into all, the, characters all of yet. these new ones that keep popping up <laughs> you you play as a squad of crack troopers that are going around and you've got to hunt down and kill all of the remaining jedi stragglers oh i like X-Con, that xcom 2 style turn-based combat boom i'll buy it 50 quid <laughs> i like that because i was thinking oh you're going to be the good guys but i like that no, i like you're that you go and slay up some jedis yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it, mate. Well, there you have it. There's the definitive lists from each of us for Star Wars games. So if you've never played a Star Wars game, you've got 10 plus honourable mentions there to choose from. Reflect Select this week. It's going to go to a little game called 
<laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> Ursus. Ursus. Ursus, I think. It's going to go to a little game called Ursus, which I think E-R-E-S-Y-S. is how you pronounce E-R-E-S-Y-S. Yeah, or Erisus. Erisus, yeah, maybe Erisus, yeah. It's only out on PC, but it looks really cool. I, I, think, I think it looks really cool. It, it, it ticks a lot of boxes for me, personally. Mm-hmm. comes out on Thursday, the 20th of April. Um, it's developed by one guy called <laughs> Ares Dragonis. That's not that actually his name. That can't be his real name. He sounds like a Game of Thrones character. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. But uh, they developed The Shore, which I don't know if you've played that. No, Had I fairly mixed reviews, but it's, it was like a single player, um, sort of first person horror puzzler. Okay. Um, but I think going off the two games he's done, the guy's really, really into Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, which, so are you. Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love. Um, Same as last week. What was that? Oh, yeah, 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 of course. Lovecraft yeah, inspired. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of cosmic horror. Um, which is which I find really really cool, but the uh, the the blurb on Steam is uh, Erisys is a co-op horror game inspired by the works of H.P. Lovecraft. Teamwork is key as players take on the roles of four cultists and face the terrifying entities together. With dynamic AI mechanics and unique enemies, Erisys promises to deliver a thrilling and spine-chilling game experience. So it looks it looks pretty cool actually. It's co-op to start with, which is. You know, that's our jam, isn't it? That is our jam. And it's based on Lovecraftian fiction. And some of the screenshots and the and the monsters in the trailer look f***ing horrific. Yeah, the monsters look amazing. It gives Which... me similar vibes to, like, do you remember Phasmophobia? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got that sort of, like, feel about it. Do you know what I mean? Where you're just, like, walking around in a creepy area trying to do, trying to figure out a puzzle. Yeah, exactly. It looks, it looks, um, it looks really cool. I, I don't know, I don't know how much it is going to be because I couldn't see a price for it. But I can't see it being more than like twenty quid, twenty five mm. quid probably. Um, but it looks like a proper adventure horror with loads of weird Lovecraft style enemies and monsters. Seems a bit like a puzzle game, but with a linear story as well. As I think you have to work together and go from point A to point B, solve puzzles, but also avoid these f***ing minging Lovecraftian monsters as well. So I think we should have a go on that and do a series of it maybe. I'll be up for that, yeah. Because it looks like a right laugh. And it's up to four players as well, which is Ooh. cool. But yeah, that's this week's Reflect Selects. That's Erisys. It comes out on PC only on Thursday the 20th of April. Right. Have you got anything coming out this week? Yes, we've got a compilation video coming out this week of us playing Back for Blood. Ooh, uh, little vintage one. Yeah, some good moments of us, me, you, Bex and Carly, all playing Back for Blood. Mostly, honestly, us just singing different lyrics to bon- the tune of Bon Jovi songs. <laughs> a lot oh of God, time. I just remembered what it is. Because well. <laughs> the music's dead cheesy in that game, though. It's like proper so cheesy. It's, most, it's mostly that, to be honest. Well, if you where are you where else are you gonna find that on the internet? Very few places. And is that is that is that the only one you got out? Just the the back for blood. That's out remember. this week. Yeah, we just done last week off episode six of um, the Sniper Elite Five playthrough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then coming out this weekend will be the back for blood video. 
lots and lots of um, stuff that I'm editing at the moment that's really good. So I'm really excited to get that out. But wicked, yeah, loot the tr- loot the truth on YouTube. Yeah, it's out on loot the truth on YouTube. You can see con stuff on there, which is lots of us just pricking about. Really, I mean, you're in that, you're in ninety nine percent of it, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hey there reflect on twitter and instagram for updates on that other than that that'll do us thanks for listening and we will see you all in episode 7 much love bye bye